0: that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. everybody. Welcome to the Run Your Happy Life podcast. It's Tina, and I am pretty excited to share this episode with you today. today. Today's episode is a little different than episodes I've done previously because I'm going to talk a little bit about how our mind works, a little bit about anxiety and life satisfaction and different areas of our life that can impact us on our running journeys. And so I've recently been reading a book and it's called Seven Weeks, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy in Seven Weeks. And if you have followed me for a while, have listened to the podcast, you know that anxiety is something that I talk about often. Um, anxiety is hereditary and something that family members of mine do experience. And so I have become kind of fascinated with the idea behind cognitive behavioral therapy, which is just a type of therapy used to treat anxiety and depression. and In my research on anxiety and learning more about it, I've just learned a lot about how the mind works, how our behaviors and our feelings and our thoughts are all connected, and how ultimately the behavioral choices we make are highly impacted by our thoughts and perceptions which impact how we feel about things. And so I did a Facebook Live. I do them on Wednesdays on my Facebook page, Tina Repper Running. And this one I recorded so that I could use for the podcast because I was super excited about this topic. Um, I was excited about this epiphany that I had while I was proctoring for our standardized tests where I am a school counselor in an elementary school. And um, my mind just got to wandering and thinking a lot about Running and the the idea that our thoughts create our feelings, our feelings create our behaviors, and it you know round and round we go. And um, I talk a little bit about how running is connected to that, but that the act of running is actually, you know, the relationship between how we feel about running and our perception of running are are highly connected. And there's, there's a, a huge correlation or connection between that, the, the, the perception of running and how we actually feel about that. So um, I'm excited to share this with you. I do really, I, I got some good feedback already about possibly doing a couple more episodes, diving a little bit deeper into the different categories that I'm going to talk about in this podcast episode when I'm talking about life satisfaction. And so um, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoy it. It was really fun to record and I'll be doing more research as usual. And I look forward to coming back and talking a little bit more about how our thoughts, feelings, and behaviors are connected and impact our life and our overall happiness. So take a listen. All right. I think I'm good to go. I think I'm on Instagram, Facebook. We'll see if I can get these comments coming up here. I'm three minutes late, four minutes late. I'm drinking stress relief tea. Thank you, Jane Eppelous, I love you so much for my stress relief tea. And we're golden. So, hello everybody. I am going live tonight with one of my favorite topics, one of my new favorite topics. So first, I'll share that I did get workout number two in today, which I'm super excited about. I'm never this early. It's only Wednesday, and two of my three workouts are checked. The boxes are checked, so I'm feeling really good about that. Um, I got to run in the rain, which is my absolute all-time favorite. I can't believe I almost skipped out on running in the rain. I put it in my stories today. That and I posted it in our Soulmates for Life group. I almost didn't go. So when I usually do my runs during the week. I take Jocelyn to swim. I drop her off. And then I head back in or head out to run and then come back in to watch the end of her swim lessons. And so I thought, well, I can't run in this rain and come back in soaking wet. Like I'm going to be miserable. And so I almost didn't do it. But I was like, who am I kidding? Like I preached to everybody about doing things that are inconvenient, doing things that are uncomfortable. And finding a way to make it work anyway so that's what happened i found a way to make it work and i headed out on my run and i felt so good this was such a good run i am on let's see my fifth workout from the marathon so i'm in recovery training right now and so much less much lower miles And I had two weeks off after the marathon. So this would be week four, my fifth workout. And this finally was the first one that I felt really good about. Not like my legs felt super, super, super fresh, but I felt so good. Like I couldn't stop smiling. I'm sure it was obnoxious to anybody watching, but it was so good. There's just something so soul cleansing about running in the rain. And you have to get yourself there, right? You have to have that mindset going into it. You can really look at it one of two ways. Like, oh, it's raining and I feel gross or oh my gosh, this feels so amazing. I am such a badass because that's usually the feeling that I get that comes out is when people are kind of looking and I know that they're thinking like, dang, what is she doing out there? And I love it so much because I'm like, that's right. I don't plan around the elements. I just plan on the days that will work for me and whatever they are, I just, I go out there to prove to myself over and over again, to prove to myself that I'm tough. I can do hard things and I can make it work without making excuses. So it felt so good all the way around today. It was, it just felt really good. So I hope, I know a couple of you I saw had gotten in your runs this week in the rain, which I'm happy for you about. Because I think that, you know, everything that we've talked about and everything that we do within our program has so much to do with mindset and the way that you see things and and the way your perception of things. And so I hope that you've been able to adopt that mindset of, Which I know my runners who are with me have because you've proven it to me that it's okay like I can make this work I can make this happen again it's never going to be convenient and and that mindset is such a killer it is so it will so quickly squash any of your goals especially when it comes to running or otherwise the minute you think like well, I can't do it now because of this, or I can't do it now or then because of this, like whatever it is, if you start having that mindset of like looking for reasons why you can't like just throw in the towel, because if you're looking for those excuses, you'll find them 100% of the time, you will find those excuses, you will find those reasons not to show up. If you look for the reasons as to why you should, you'll find those also. So I have a whole podcast episode about you know, what you look for, you will find. And that is, it is completely true. So if you spend your time looking for the ideal time to go for a run, the ideal time to start a workout, the ideal time to jump into something new, that's your anxiety, your nervousness, your worry, kind of keeping that position. And every time you allow yourself to give into that and say, like, it's not the best time, like, you'll realize that there are no perfect times. It's never going to be ideal. Something will always be going on. Either you'll be super busy or the weather will be a certain way or you won't feel a certain way or something will be coming up. Like, you will always find reasons not to be able to make something happen 100% of the time. If that's what you're looking for, you will find it. Um, But today, I have been... You know i'm a school counselor many of you already know that which means i'm currently in the process of helping out with our standards of learning assessments our state standardized tests and that means for me that i'm doing something called proctoring which is standing in a classroom with a teacher as they're administering the test and monitoring and helping kids navigate how to submit all of those things are so exciting not at all and and that means hours of kind of just being in a quiet room and it can be excruciating but I feel like this time every year, I get so many things mentally accomplished, right? Like, I think through so many things and find so many answers to problems while I'm in these moments. Like, you can't leave the room. There's nothing you can do. Like, why not sit and ponder and think things out? Well, I love psychology. I love, the st- I love studying anxiety and depression. I love learning to understand it. I love studying cognitive behavioral therapy, which many of you have heard me talk about that in regards to anxiety, it's just a type of therapy that focuses on behaviors and changing behaviors versus kind of selling into the I wonder why this is happening. I wonder why I feel that way. It's less about that and more about like, okay, this is what's happening. This is how I feel. How do I change those behaviors and the thoughts and feelings and all of those things. So i um, fascinated by it. So anyway, I had this epiphany today and I said, I, I wrote it down. I have got to talk about this, this idea that our love hate relationship with running, right? Like I feel like you can get people talking about one way or the other. Like I love running so much, or I hate running or this run was great. Or this run was awful, whatever it is. Like it happens to us and it's kind of like this roller coaster, some, some, Some runs are hard and then some are easier. We talk about this all the time in our groups. Like we have to expect that there are going to be peaks and valleys. Constantly, you'll have peaks and valleys of when they're good and when they're not good. But what I thought of today and what I've studied as far as the brain and how it works and understanding our thoughts and our feelings, I've talked a lot about how our thoughts, what we think, our perception of things, changes our feelings how we feel about things, which in turn changes our behavior, what we do about them, right? Our thoughts create our feelings, our feelings create our behaviors, and round and round we go, our behaviors create our thoughts. And so I talk a lot about changing those thoughts in order to essentially change the behavior. So if you start thinking about running, for instance, as if you, if you can change the thought about running, if you can change running from You know, being something, if you're a brand new runner or you thought about running, something that you can't do, you won't be able to do, it's too hard to do. If you can change that thought, you'll change your feeling about it. And if you change your feeling about running, you'll change the behavior in regards to running. But I went a step further than that. The idea that maybe all of the ups and downs in running aren't necessarily just about our our physical shape and how we're feeling physically, our bodies, but more so about a reflection of how we're feeling in other areas of our life. So bear with me for a second, especially my runners. Just think about this for a second. The way we see running, the way we see our training, is it possible that it's actually a reflection of what's going on in our life outside of running? How we're feeling about our life outside of the run that we are going on. So think about that for a second, like the runs that feel tough, the runs that feel hard, the runs that feel like, oh, am I going to make it through it? Is it possible that it's not just about the physical part, but more about like, what am I dealing with? What stress is going on outside of this? What am I unhappy with? What am I wanting to fix in areas outside of running? And then running kind of, you know, it gets a bad rap, right? Like it's easy to just say like, oh, I don't like running or running is too hard. Or there was something about this run that was too hard for me, like, I think if we think about our runs that are the toughest, and we think about what's going on outside in our life, outside of the running, there's a a great possibility that there's a correlation between when I'm not happy with something outside of that run going on in my life, whether it's my job or my relationships or my family, whatever it is, and it kind of seeps into that run because you're kind of like you know feeling a certain way outside of running. And then in turn, the run feels a certain way. It could feel like a crappy run or I don't like running or I don't want to go running and I hate running and all those things, but maybe it's really just a reflection of something else over here that's going on in other areas of our life. And it's just Mike and I had a conversation about this tonight because I was like, Mike, my mind was blown when I was reading this and I hope I'm explaining it. the way that I I understand it, that all those things, right? We have all these different components of our life going on. And there are certain levels of satisfaction that come along with that, right? Like if you had a rating scale of one to 10 and you could rate those levels of satisfaction in other areas of your life and running is just such a small part of it. And so, you know, I think we could think about, like I said, relationships, family and friends relationships and connections that we have we could think of our careers and our jobs and how we're spending our time outside of those relationships how we're we're finding our purpose you could think of your your spiritual your spiritual well-being and how you're connecting with your higher purpose whatever it is And you can think about your health. And that's where the running part comes in, right? How are you feeling about your health? Are you getting enough sleep? How are you feeling physically? How are you doing generally? Like, are there any things, you know, going on with your body that you're kind of pushing through or, or trying to figure out? And so all of these components in our life have a satisfaction rating in our minds, like based on what we value and what's important to us. And so these things, there could be something going on in the family aspect or the job aspect that's kind of making us feel out of balance or making us feel unhappy, we'll say. And then in turn, we take that with us and we carry it with us into our run. Now, you could change your perspective and think of it in two different ways. Like, I'm gonna use this run to help me work through whatever it is that's frustrating me so that I can figure out how to have more satisfaction in that area, or, All of this dissatisfaction, I'm going to take and I'm going to say that this run stinks because I don't like running. I'm too tired. I don't want to do it. I don't have time. I'm too busy. Whatever, enter any excuse. The weather is too hot, whatever it is. But really, it is really something to think about. Is there really a, more of a correlation between how I'm feeling and something else that is going on? And so it's really fascinating to think about that. If you if you were to give us a, a rating scale to each of those areas, and you know to give it on a scale of one to ten, how do I feel about it right now? It's a fascinating thought to think about how that seeps into all the other areas of your life and potentially into running. So if you were to start running at a time in your life where you weren't feeling satisfied or happy or you were overwhelmed in some area, you may have instantly said, well, running's too hard. I don't enjoy it. It's too hard and dismiss it. If you are in a very positive place in your life where you felt like you had things, you know, kind of in order, you felt like you had them where you wanted them. And then you were to take on a new running challenge, or you were to take on a running program or a training program to try to get to a goal. And you were feeling good about those areas. Chances are you would feel good about the running part too, right? Like you would feel good about that push because it's all perspective. It's all perspective. So you push the same way on two runs. One of the runs you're feeling crappy about your job. And the other one of your runs, you're feeling pretty satisfied in all other areas of your life. You go on the same exact run. That run can either feel your perspective being, I'm too tired, this is too hard, I have too much to do, and that run sucks. Or things are going well, you're pushing hard and you're like, oh, I am so tough, this feels so good. I really needed this today. And so the run gets the credit for that if that makes sense. So really, I'm just wondering like if we are we oftentimes giving running or training or this new lifestyle of having running in our life is it getting a bad rap when really it's other stuff going on because how quickly are we to say I have too much to do, it is too hot, I'm too tired, I have too much work, I'm too sore. Like right, we can make all these reasons as to not go and and let's face it, that is the easiest way to handle our additional stress is just to sit on the sidelines and so here's the thing with that though when we decide that we're going to like we have two options i mean you know i have this training plan and i'm either going to go on this run or i'm not going to go on this run those are my two choices now according to those two choices i'm going to have some outcomes i'm going to have short-term outcomes and then i'm going to have long-term outcomes of those decisions all of our decisions have consequences right so if i decide that i'm on this training plan i'm going for my run It's going to be maybe in the short term, it's going to cause you a little discomfort. It's going to cause you a little bit of, you know, having to add extra effort and push a little bit harder. So you're gonna be uh, struggling a little bit to push to grow. That's the short term effect. But the long term effect of that is more confidence, more endurance, more physical health, all of those benefits in the long term and believing that you are a person who can start something and finish it and see it through. So if you were to pick the other choice of, I'm too tired, I'm not going on this run today, it's easier for me to sit on the sidelines, it's easier for me to stay on the couch, it's easier for me to be tired and rest, that feels really good in the short term. In the short term, you feel like I'm winning at this because I just wanna stay here, that is true. But there are long-term consequences of that also. If you continue on that route and you choose the comfort and you stay sitting in that position, the long-term effect of that is that you're going to feel guilt, you're going to feel stress, You're going to identify yourself as a quitter. You're going to say you never see anything through. You're going to have frustration. Like no doubt that is sitting there waiting for you as a long-term effect of choosing not to go. So everything, there's no wrong choice, but you really have to be, you have to be knowledgeable about what you're choosing and what the outcomes of that are. And it's really just knowledge and it's all perspective, really is perspective. So if you decide, I have this training run to do, you decide to go on that training run And instead of thinking about this is going to be so hard, this is going to be so tough, I'm so tired, you could think of the long-term effect of, I'm going to have this confidence, I'm going to be healthier, I'm going to be more fit, I'm going to be stronger, my heart's going to be stronger. And if you think of that, the perspective of that whole run shifts and everything changes. And then all of a sudden, this is a beautiful thing that you get to experience and do, even if that means you're pushing hard. What a gift to myself to give myself to feel stronger, And to feel like i can do something and to feel like i can see something through and i'm not going to fail i'm not going to give up another time because that's so common that is such a common theme and so this is really to me you might be saying like where is all this even coming from because i do talk about this a lot but here's the thing i've gotten to watch probably at this point 50 non-runners turn into runners over the course of almost one full year And I have seen, I've run the gamut of all kinds of reactions to new people who are taking on this journey. And because of who I am and because of my personality, I I make it a personal goal of mine to try to fix all of those feelings that are coming up for everybody, right? Because I want everyone to fall in love with running. I want you to see how great it can be. I want you to see like, I love it. I know you can love it too. And sometimes I find myself saying like, is that really true? Like, can everybody love it? And I really do think that it is true. I really do think that everybody can fall in love with the drive, the push, the growth, the confidence, the challenge, the goal setting. I think everybody can fall in love with that 100%. So the question becomes then, so what might be causing any dissatisfaction for anybody who has gone through the process and said, this isn't for me, and I will tell you right now. I have never had anybody say that to me. Maybe I've had one person out of the fifty say, like, you know, have still finished and met their goal, but said, like, I don't know if this is for me. But I've had people along the way start to say, like, I don't know. Um, I don't feel like I'm going to be able to make it to the end. I don't feel like this. You know, I'm not going to get there. Like, and and have these moments and bouts of you know negativity and reflection of those moments. But in hindsight those individuals had things going on outside of just the running program and the training. There were other things going on. And so here I am trying to fix, you know, the program and make it so perfect for everybody. But really, there's this component out there where it it really is, it needs to be considered outside of running and what's going on outside of life that may be causing additional stressors. And that's really eye-opening to me because I always, I always took it on as like, okay, so if this isn't work for, working for you, let's try this way. But I have to say all in all, and everybody, my runners, you're probably the ones watching this right now or listening to this. Like the, the amount of satisfaction that comes from working through that is at this point, it's. it's it's, what is it, 95% of the people who have gone through this process have said like what a gift it has been. And here's why. I think that when we go through that process of running and pushing and growing and, and having those long-term effects of the confidence and the fitness and the strength and endurance, when we have that, that affects that outside health perspective, the, that component of our life, right? that affects that category. So I told you we have family, we have friends, we have health, we have spirituality, and we have, um, what is the other one? Relationships of some sort, friendships. And so that part running really feeds the health component. And so when people have that health component, they feel like they've got things in control. Like they, they feel like I've got it, I've got my thing. I know what I'm doing, this is doable and I can show up for this. Like we've narrowed it down to three days a week, which is a big check mark in the box of not just my fitness level, but my overall health because I am taking care of myself. I am making my heart healthier, I'm making my lungs healthier, I'm feeling stronger. And so it adds to that component of our life out of all of the components and we feel a big satisfaction check mark when we do that, right? The hesitation might come in whenever there's dissatisfaction and then adding one more thing like a running program or uh, an exercise regimen seems like too much. But imagine if you don't have that additional program, that additional exercise regimen, then you took this category of your life, your life satisfaction, you took that health category and now you don't feel so good about it. So that's now an area of dissatisfaction running or not running you now have an area of dissatisfaction that on the, the satisfaction scale of one to ten if you are not taking on that challenge of finding something for yourself that feels good and takes care of your health then all of a sudden that component of your life is a dis- is filled with dissatisfaction which affects other areas of your life and it affects your perspective it affects your thoughts which affect your feelings right and i think that's why people tend to fall in love with the running portion of it. Maybe it's not the actual, there are so many components of it that I do love and that people do love, but I wonder if it has more to do with loving the fact that you can put a big giant check mark in that area of your life and feel good about it for all of the things, your general health, your, your physical fitness, your endurance, your strength, and all of those things. And it's manageable. So you've got that one wrapped up and under control and it feels really good. And so I just feel like, in reflection of watching everybody go through this and everybody has different experiences and and people talk to me not just in our group but individually reach out to me for different reasons and and find you know things that are challenging for them but the one thing the one thing that i haven't really thought of is like maybe it's really not about that running that plan that specific run maybe it is just about what's going on outside of running which is why i always ask in reflections for those who do them in our groups, I always ask, well, how are you outside of running? Like, how are things going on outside of running? Because you'll gain a huge perspective on why your running might be feeling a certain way based on how other things are going on in your life. So it's fascinating. I have so many notes that I took because when these thoughts come to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to tell them this. Oh my gosh, I have to tell them that. And like one of the first things that I underline um, in this book that I'm reading, I'll have to share with you guys. I'm going to be a real therapy in seven weeks. No, I have not actually gone through this myself, but I'm fascinated by it. Um, you guys have heard me talk about it, but one of the quotes is, people are not disturbed by things, but by the view they will take of them. People are not disturbed by things, but by the view they take of them. So it's not the actual running that causes those emotions. It's the perspective and the view of it, which is always impacted by other things going on around us. You guys probably think I'm crazy by this point, but I promise you it makes sense. And I'm going to do, um, I, I, I really want to break that down for a lot of my runners. I think it would be fascinating to do and just for fun to really break down all those components, areas of our life and just do like a little satisfaction survey um, just so that we can see it's really just about reflection. There is no right and there is no wrong. It's just about understanding you, your situation, your circumstances, your feelings, and where your satisfaction level is and in what areas maybe you could make some changes. I will tell you that there were three areas that were talked about a lot as far as satisfaction goes in life. And one of them is autonomy, having some control over something in your life, having something that you do for yourself. And I think that's another big component that you check the check the box for when you take on a running program like this, or when you, you do something new like this, is you have that autonomy and you say, this is for me, especially I have a lot of parents, right? Or those who are in higher... positions in their jobs, and they're responsible for a lot of other people. And like, this is the one thing that they're going to, they're going to carve out of the day and say, this is for me, this is mine. My autonomy is that I am a runner. My autonomy is that I go for runs on my lunch breaks. I am doing this for me. This is about me. And that brings a lot of satisfaction to, you know, all of the areas of having that, that, that part of like, this is who I am. This is something I do for me. And another huge component of our life satisfaction has to do with relationships and connections. Another reason I think that that our group is so tight and we joke all the time and say we drank the Kool-Aid, we're all codependent on each other and we all need each other, but it's very true and it's it's not so much about we need each other. It's it's more about like again, finding the satisfaction in those connections. So imagine we're checking this box of I feel so healthy and strong. I'm doing things that are difficult. I am this is part of me now. I am a runner. This is my identity. And now I have this connection with people who have also gone through the same things that I have gone through. And now we're like this unit moving through it together. And so um, just, you know, something to really think about. And if you have found yourself struggling with the motivation piece of, and it's going to happen. It happens to me. It's happening to Mike right now. He's got things going on outside of running, but it's affecting his running. And I know he doesn't mind that I share that because we just talked about it. It's leaking into his running and he's just not feeling motivated to go out on his runs. I don't, I don't think he's done any of his runs this week and it's Wednesday, but because he has stuff going on outside of that, it's impacting the running. Now he's not going to say, especially because we just talked about this, like, oh, I don't like running. Like running isn't for me. It's, it's because other things are impacting his decision. But he also knows that whenever you choose that short term, like, fine, I'm just going to be here and I'm going to sit here the long-term effects of that are that he will then feel not so great about what's happening outside of running. And then this part, he won't have that big checkbox for like, this is working for me for running. I feel really good about this. I had the stability, I had the connections. And if you've noticed, and I've said this before to our groups, but if you've noticed everybody's first instinct, whenever you start to, you know, feel that way, some dissatisfaction in some area of our life and it's totally normal, it happens, but people tend to withdraw. The instincts, your instincts tell you like, pull away, don't look, don't get involved. Like we pull ourselves away from the connections. We pull ourselves away from what would make us feel good. We kind of just, we withdraw from all of it. And in turn, long-term effects of that are that we feel that insecurity, disappointment, um, regrets, the fear of missing out. All of that comes from the withdrawing. And so the best thing that you can do is kind of lean in when you feel like you want to pull back is to really lean into that, to help yourself get out of those patterns. And so how do we fix all this, Tina? And you can't fix it all in one uh, random live that I'm doing talking about this stuff, but I will tell you that you, if you ever find yourself in a row like this, when you're having some dissatisfaction and you're not motivated, you pick the easiest behavior that makes you feel good, the easiest one, and you do the action. You do the action. You don't wait to feel like doing it because that's not coming. You're not going to feel like doing it and then doing it. So you're not going to sit around and withdraw and then suddenly you're going to feel like going on your run that you wanted to get done. You're gonna go on that run and then suddenly that's going to affect your feelings and your thoughts because you've taken the action. If the run is daunting because you're on a training plan that's a little bit tougher, then you're gonna back down and do an easier version of that so that you can create that action, which will create the motivation, which will keep you showing up. And so that's in relationship to running. You want to find the easiest action and don't wait for the feeling or thought. You're gonna take the action and in turn, that will affect your feelings and your thoughts and help you start feeling good because the minute you make that decision to take the action, The short-term effect, right, is that little bit of struggle and discomfort. The long-term effect of that is what you're searching for. That confidence, that strength, that commitment, that drive, that health, whatever it is that you're getting from the long-term part. And that will help drive your motivation to continue showing up. I hope that makes sense. I feel like I rambled a lot, you guys, but there's so much that I want to share about this. And I'm going to try to do a couple of podcasts, diving a little bit deeper into that because I, I think, you know, the podcast is called Run Your Happy Life, and it really is about finding happiness through running. But I've always felt this connection with understanding how the motivation piece plays into it and how to stay motivated and understanding motivation. And I think once we understand how the thoughts, the feelings and the, the behaviors are connected, then we can help ourselves when we start to feel unmotivated. We can shift our goals, we can, and and we can have a plan of attack for that. But again, having, you know, done some research today and really thinking about that, I think if we focus a little bit on the other areas too, that will only help to strengthen our, the role that running has in our life and continue to build upon those long-term effects of having running as something that's a part of who we are. And so I think if we strengthen that foundation, then we will less, 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 and less stumble upon you know roadblocks with reaching our goals not just with running running is just one area but if we can master that through running i guarantee we can master that through all kinds of other areas in our life and for me this is a perfect example starting this program um and starting tina rapper running is an effect i truly believe it is an effect of the years of me showing up for those long-term effects of confidence and I can do hard things and I can do things when I'm uncomfortable and I know if I just show up consistently that it's going to work. I've taught myself that by continuing to show up through running and it seeped into all these other areas of my life and I hope to be able to help people find that and it not take 15 years like it has me, but for me to be able to help you find those shortcuts by understanding things a little bit more and understanding how to think about things going on around you and how that all comes back to and it all affects that running component. Not that everything revolves around running, but that's why we're here, right? Because running makes us feel good. We want it to make us feel good. We want to keep doing it and we want to feel good about it. And that's really the ultimate goal because it's going to be, again, that big giant check check mark in the box for our health and our well-being and feeling really good and stable with what we're doing for ourselves health-wise, which is a huge component of our happiness. So... Thank you guys for hanging out with me. Let's see. Okay. I'm in the chats. Jenner says, yes, It's exactly what I mean when I say running got linked to my mom's terminal illness 100%. When you push, it makes you feel so good. Leah says, hi, Jason. Mike says, amen. Oh, I love you guys. There's never a good time, but it feels good when we're finished. Hey, Cammie. I just love you guys. (sighs) Thank you for coming to listen to my ramblings. I can't wait, I can't wait to do it again. (laughs) You guys have had some amazing runs. I'm gonna go in the groups after this. So many rain runs and pushing ourselves and and getting uncomfortable and doing things that we thought were difficult. And um, I'm just really, really proud of you. So I'm heading to to our groups after this, but thank you so much for hanging out with me tonight. Reflections go out on Friday. Not Not everybody's doing them and that's okay, but I do love to get the feedback on them of how you're feeling and how you're doing inside and outside of running. Um, and plans go out on Sunday and Sunday night we'll be zooming. I'm going to do a little RSVP for those who can make it to zoom. So I make sure that I wait for you because I left some people in the waiting room last time because I get all up in my field and then you probably left. So, um, I'll do an RSVP for the zoom. So I make sure that I wait for you on this Sunday at seven o'clock. I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week and I'll see you again soon. Thanks for hanging out with me. You guys have a good night. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, if you heard something that resonated with you or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. You can carry on the conversation by joining the Run Your Happy Life Facebook group or by following me on Instagram at runwithtinareppa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers. So if this is you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, Go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine.